Ahoy there, pirates. You may be wondering what this is. Well, let me introduce you to Tide Blazers. Tide Blazers is a Sea of Thieves RPG with none other than myself, as well as Caleb, Zamwow, and Iktomi as we sit down to go through a story that was written, directed, published by Caleb. This is coming to us thanks to Trailblazer Network. You can find their content over on tblazer.net or you can search for Tide Blazers in your podcast catcher of choice. If you enjoy this content, make sure you let us know what you think of it. This is the first episode to Tide Blazers. It is a short story and more episodes will be coming in the future as we record and publish them. So I hope you all enjoy this as we sit down to have ourselves an adventure. Can somebody please go take care of the skeleton on the cannon? I cannot do one more plank on this ship. It is too beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on it. I, I can do this. Thank you. As Billy goes off to handle the skeleton who has climbed onto a cannon to shoot at your ship parked at this skeleton fort... A fortress designed to house treasures guarded by, you guessed it, skeletons. Three more skeletons rise out of the ground to protect their treasure. The three skeletons are trying to kill you. This is a 4-4 problem. A 4-4 problem means you need four victory points in four rounds. Otherwise... The described problem happens, which is you die in this case. But for Billy, you have a 2-4 problem of the skeleton is putting holes in your ship and trying to sink your ship. So everyone, tell me what problems you're going to address and we'll get to rolling. All right. The skeletons are on the island. We are all currently on our ship. Everyone is currently on the island. Uh, I am currently using my cutlass to try and take down some of the skeletons. I see. What weapons do you have equipped? Lord? I have a cutlass and an eye of reach, as any good Sea of Thieves player would. Excellent. <laughs> and uh, what are you... I'm sorry, I called you Logan. I meant Michael. Billy, what are your weapons and what problem are you going to go solve? Uh, yeah, I, I have the, the, the cutlass and the blunderbuss, as any uh, <clears throat> inexperienced player would have. <laughs> um, and I'm going to, 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 to run it to try to get around these skeletons that they're going to deal with and go for that guy on the cannon there. Perfect. And Godric, what are your weapons? Mm. What problem are you going to go after? As uh, any person who's played Sea of Thieves, uh, you know, once in a great while and is definitely knows what he's doing. I also have a cutlass and a pistol, uh, you know, for bride. Uh, and I am pulling out my pistol and getting uh, up into range for the pistol to take advantage of it. All right. I think we can assume most encounters, unless they're special circumstances, like you're on a ship shooting at something far away, that you are engaging at the proper distances for your weapons to get your bonuses. Okay. All right. Well, let's start off with the can the skeleton shooting a cannon from the fort at your ship. Krendor, you, uh, <laughs> you're going after that. Your character's going after that. Is that right? So go ahead and roll your three legendary die. Uh, excellent. Excellent. And, and um, a fourth for using the weapon at the right range. Is that? Uh... Yeah, that's correct. If you're, if you're, you're we're going to assume you're engaging at the correct range. What, what weapon? I am going to uh, get up uh, right behind. And at least this first attack is going to be with the blunder. One blunder this sucker. Show him the meaning of one blunder. 
He's got a six-sided dice, and he's got three of them. On one side is an anchor. That's like a critical fail. On one side is a chest. That's like a critical success. And then on two sides are coins. Those are like regular successes. And on two sides are bones. And those guys are like regular fails. So let's see what you get. So I have two bones, a single coin, and a single chest. You need two successes, of which you have there. So we don't even need to bother to look at what your... uh, Critical success choice will be. In, in this game, the players get to narrate their successes, so how do you take down the skelly? Oh, well, after uh, getting to uh, getting up on, on the platform where, where he is, uh, uh, I use my expertise to uh, stealth and get behind him and, and perfectly one blunder. <laughs> got it. I got him, guys. <laughs> He explodes into a thousand pieces of skeleton, and you're like, whoa, I didn't think there was that many bones, but you know you're not educated, so how would you know? And having defeated him so fast, you have avoided the problem that Caleb had designed, which was for every round he kept going, you'd have more holes in your ship, and the more difficult the problem. Uh, You killed him in one, so there are no holes in your ship. Your ship is in the clear. You're ready in the future rounds to help with your allies. But let's go see with Logan and Zach's characters. Michael, Godric... Roll your dice. All right. Remind you, this is a four-four problem. So between the two of them, they need to get four successes. Uh, I have rolled two anchors, a bone, and a victory. Okay. I have rolled an anchor, uh, two bones, and one victory. So that's Ooh. two victories. You've got to stack up to getting this four, but we are left with three anchors to deal with. With an anchor a difficult choice. You can either take an injury or lose a victory point or add a new problem. Uh, I'm going to use one of my anchors to negate my victory and I will add a new problem with the other anchor. Okay. We are now only at one victory and a new problem. A new problem is that uh, as soon as you fired and missed, you realize the eye of reach is out of ammo. Okay. I I will take this opportunity uh, or to reload or use my ammo to uh, take care of that problem and reload my eye of reach. All right, everyone has four supplies, cannonballs, ammo, planks, and food. They can use the food to heal wounds and the other supplies to negate or help solve problems as they come up, especially when rolling an anchor. And until he spends an action or a turn, some way to refill those supplies, They're gone. So you've lost your ammo, but you did negate that problem. That leaves one anchor left for our good buddy, Zach. Godric, what are you doing with that uh, anchor? Uh, I will add another problem. Your pistol fires, goes straight over the head of one of the skeletons and hits a keg, setting (gasps) off a chain reaction of kegs that collapses part of the fortress about to come down on you. This will be one you problem. You means unlimited, and you are trapped until you can get out of this rubble. Then I will use my planks to prop the scaffolding around me back up so that I can dig my way out. Excellent. Your wood is consumed, but the problem is solved. All right. You now only have three rounds left and only one victory in the hold. I'm going to assume you guys are going to continue on the skeletons and that uh, Godric, I'm going to assume that you contribute. You're going to go try to contribute to solving that problem as well. I meant um, Billy. That's fair. That's fair. Yes, I, I'm going to commit to the to the skeletons. Yes. All right. Excellent. Then everyone roll dice for this 
for you problem that you have one victory saved up for. What did you get, Logan? Uh, I rolled two anchors, a victory, and a bone. So I'm going to use one victory to cancel out one failure and then add a new problem to the situation. Okay, a new problem. Your shooting on the ground has awakened another skeleton that was lurking below. And he will now make this a five problem. I look at the other skeleton and think to myself, I really need to switch back over to my sword. <laughs> Let's see what uh, Billy's results were. Oh, okay. Um, uh, well, I got to... Uh, 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 two coins. You understand that because you're in character all the time. Everyone's gonna think that's how you talk. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. There it's like he's really nervous all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gonna. Caleb it's picked gonna a really hilarious. nervous guy to play this game. <laughs> what was he doing, bringing him on a pod? Listen, guys, <laughs> like finding a wand in Harry Potter. I didn't pick them. They picked me. <laughs> Indeed. Um, uh, what were your results? I have two coins and two bones. All right, so you contribute two victories. What does that look like for you? Oh, well, I uh, um, uh, probably still forgetting that I have a whole other weapon to use. I, I still have the, the blunder, so I just will uh, run in and, and, uh, and, and, start, and start firing. Okay, we, I guess we should have been clear. How many dice did you roll? I rolled four to, because I'm getting into... I'm assuming I was able to get close, but I can sure. take away one of those yep. dice. If yep. I, okay. so it's a, this is a great time to remind us of the rules. If you want to move closer, moving in this game, there's four distances. There's hand range, close range, middle range, long range. So you can move you know, in that order, and each of that takes a round, and that's your, your action for that round. Ooh. So right now, you're far because you went to the cannon, so you won't be able to get the extra dice from the blunderbuss. Okay, okay. Doesn't mean you can't use it, you just don't get the extra dice. That's fair. Would you like me to? Because I don't know which of those was my. Um, oh, that that's fine. Listen, I uh, I love you. You're precious, and we'll say it was one of the bones. <laughs> You're too kind. Last but not least, our good boy Godric. What were your results? I got an anchor, two bones, and a chest. And and you got that extra bonus for being in range with your weapon. Yes, shooting with that shooting with that pistol. Excellent. The chest, this critical success. Gives you a guaranteed one victory point to throw in the hold. Solving our problem, if not for the other dice. It also lets you make a good choice. You get to make, I'm sorry, a fun choice, not a good choice. The rules is written, my bad. You can gain an additional victory, so now that counts as two. You can add one to the problem's timer, or you can cancel one of the anchors that has been rolled. I think I will just go ahead and cancel that anchor. Okay, so you have four victories. How do you finish off the skeletons? As Godric comes out of the rubble, they propped himself out of. He just comes out, pistol forward, just bing, crash. That uh, that last skeleton skull goes flying, shattered to a million pieces. You're so disappointed because those skulls can be valuable to order souls, but you're happy you have your life. And that wave is defeated. And as skeleton forts often do they have waves of defenders and the second wave pops its hand out of the dirt but what you see is not a bone colored earthy toned hand but a bright shining gold one as three gold skeletons rise up from the ground so this is an eight four problem as the skeletons will kill one of the pirates eight four in the time it takes for them to spawn an X-Wave, 
you know, everyone can move one distance if they like or do something. How many um, rounds would it take for me to get back to the ship? So the ship is, is long, uh, far. What do we say it was? It was hand close, middle, and far. And you've been using the Eye of Reach, yeah. right? So you've already been far, so it'd be one round okay. just to get on the ship. I want to use uh, my first round to get to the ship. Okay, you are on the ship. The other two? Oh, I have to do, I have to move. And you actually are at far because you were with the cannon and you, you fought from there. I, I moved to middle. Zach, what would you want to do with that free, that free round? There's a cannon on the island, right? Yes, many. Running to one of the cannons to use. All right, great. What range were you in? I was using the pistol, which is close. So that is the range oh, that right. I was in. So cannons are in long, so you will move to middle. Excellent. All right, so you're starting in the middle. Contribute to the problem. Listen, I could tell you guys, they are contributing to the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, you're on the ship. What did your character want to do? I am going to contribute to the skeletons. Okay. Zach, what did your character want to do? Continue going for the cannons. Okay, so you're going to move to long range. You're now at the cannons for next round. And Taylor, what are you going to do? Yes, I am going to go and uh, attack this, the skeletons. All right. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. Did um, Have they always been gold? Can they be gold? What is this? Looking at you speaking, it actually responds to you and says, well, actually, my good fellow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll your dice. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure much to um, uh, Godric's uh, confusion. I'm <laughs> running past him uh, away from those, those, those cannons. <laughs> I, I, I got one skull and or skull anchor uh, and two chests. Okay, wow. All right. So what are you going to do with that anchor? So the anchor I will negate with one of my chests. All right, so we've got two guaranteed uh, victory points. Mm -hmm. Then you're using one of your chests to negate the anchor, and you've got an extra chest. So would you like to make that an extra victory, or would you like to extend the timer of this 8-4 problem? Hmm. Actually, yeah, I think I'll extend the timer. All right, it is now an 8-5 timer. Logan, what'd you get? Uh, I got a chest and a victory and two bones. So I find myself on my cannon and... With uh, the the trusty cannon in hand, I angle, angle it down towards the fort, and I scream out to Billy, Billy, get them down to the shoreline. I've got an idea. Excellent. You've contributed two victory points. What are you going to do with your chest? Uh, we're going to increase the timer. All right. So now we have, this is now an 8-6 problem, and you've contributed two points to that. Excellent. So now you're at four banked up for your eight solution. Uh, next round, we're now in an eight-five problem. Is everyone going to contribute to the problem? I'm guessing. Yeah. Yes. Contribute to the solution is probably what we should say. Probably. Uh, but I, I think we've now set a precedent. Contribute to the problem. <laughs> uh, Zach, same for you. Contribute to the problem. Indeed. All right, everyone, please contribute away. Roll your dice. Let's start with uh, Taylor. Taylor. Uh, what are you attacking with, and what are your results? I rolled uh, uh, two bones and one coin. So, mm -hmm. um, just uh, it, just in hopes to uh, uh, just just screaming as as crazy as I can, and uh, in trying to get them to uh, to follow me a little closer to the shore. Beautiful. So you've contributed a victory, Logan. Michael, sitting on his beautiful ship, has 
uh, rolled three coins, a bone, and the impulsive nature of getting back to the ship to use the cannons as opposed to fighting them hand-on-hand recognizes that the gold skeletons probably deal or uh, get dealt more damage with a cannon fire than they would a sword. So I uh, roll an extra dice and I got a uh, chest on that. So what Logan's talking about is I think the final mechanic we need to explain or close to the final mechanic. And that is everyone has a personality card on their character sheet, as it were, in front of them. There's a personality that you can use during calm time and during stressful time. So you use it. He's using his personality that gives him an extra dice roll for this 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 roll. So he's impulsive. He described his action as impulsive, so he gets his extra dice roll. So I've got four victories, one of them being a chest. That is a completed threat. But why don't we, before you use that chest and decide what it'll do, let's see what Zach's rolls are in case <laughs> they're all anchors and you want to negate some of that. Zach. Yes. Uh, what are you fighting with, and what do you, and what are your results? see uh the cannon does not provide any extra dice correct correct okay. but there are things that are weak to cannons and you might get a bonus depending on what you're fighting also realizing that a uh, cannon would be the better weapon for the gold skeletons godric had sprinted to them and started firing with it blasting away fortunately he did not do very well uh, Uh-oh. luckily only one anchor and two bones did you realize you were, the cannon was facing our boat you're not supposed to use the cannon on the boat you have to that's not how you give me cannonballs i have my own cannonballs here listen it's a bit finicky you say finicky i say foolish stop firing on my boat my apologies logan what are you gonna do with the chest are you going to cancel his his anchor with your chest yeah we'll do that we'll go the easy route. okay easy peasy I asked, by the way, that was not me telling Logan what to do, but I need to know whether or not he cancels it before I make a big whole description, and then he goes, I cancel that. (laughs) (laughs) You've canceled that. You now have nine of your required eight victories at the end of that round. You still had four more turns after this. Uh, You guys are rinsing this. The the gold skeletons destroyed. You're not brand new pirates, and you knew that these gold skeletons, that they were actually strong against cutlasses. And if any of you had used cutlasses, they would have actually taken away two victory points. But you chose cannons oh. and guns, and, uh, and well done. And if any of you had actually used guns, they're actually weak with guns, and you would have gotten an extra die. Wow. All right, guys, we're, we're, we're I'm guessing, what is 30 minutes into this recording, and uh, we've already messed up a rule. Weapons to get the extra die with your weapon mm-hmm. will only account if that enemy is weak to that weapon. Oh, really? Oh. So it's in addition to being in the range. So out of range, it just can't be used at all. You can use it, but you just don't get the bonus die. You you need to use it to flavor your attack. Well, you don't necessarily need to if you have like a keg or a blunder bomb or whatever. Uh, you can always use them to flavor your attack as long as you have ammo for them. But to get the extra die, they have to be weak to that weapon and you have to be in its range. So, for example, the gold skeletons are weak with guns. So if you used any guns at their appropriate range, say a pistol in close range, you would have gotten the extra dice. But if you used a pistol in hand range or a pistol in medium range, you wouldn't have got the dice. Or if you used a cutlass, they're not weak to cutlasses, even in hand range, you wouldn't have gotten the extra dice. So both those things need to be met. Understood. Though I will say that pistols are middle range, right? Sorry, thank you. No, yes, you're right. 
blunderbuss. All right, so guys, what you guys are hearing now, listeners, uh, let me tell you the, the rules. Have you ever, you ever played, uh, what's that game, uh, Shadowrun? And you're like, I don't understand this rulebook at all. Yeah, Sea of Thieves' rulebook is just like that. The only benefit it has is that it's much smaller. Uh, we have what we just did in here going, oh, we misunderstood that rule. We did that for eight hours when we when we learned the system and ran the initial adventure. <laughs> so that might happen a time or two more. Uh, but but uh, like any system, the rules are there for us to have fun. So we'll we'll muddle around with them as we need to. Excellent job, lads. Are we done yet? Well, do you have the loot on the ship? No. Do you have the key? No. Well, then I guess we're not done yet. Oh, is is that uh, is is that what this thing is here? That uh, it, it, it's a coin. Did, did you looking for a big quarter? As you go to pick up this glowing quarter, as you've described it, which weird does say United States of America. Why is this here? <laughs> you realize a skeletal hand is wrapped around that fortress key, and it pulls itself out of the ground. And this skeleton looks different. He is dressed up in a captain's garb and he is flanked by other skeletons as four other skeletons pop up his crew you guys are facing a 5-4 problem the skeletons will kill one of the pirates and an 8-4 problem the skeleton captain will kill one of the pirates but you have a 5-4 problem of the four skeletons and an 8-4 problem of the skeleton captain we have two boys at long range and we have, I believe, at close range, Taylor. Everyone's got that one round while they're spawning to do something. What do you do? I am going to contribute to the problem from long range with my eye of reach. Perfect. I will do so as well, but with the cannon. Which problem? The skeleton. That's a good question. Thank you for, listen, he's a better GM than I am. <laughs> I, will, I will be contributing to the small skeleton problem, not the skeleton captain problem. Also, uh, can we get ruling on the cannon direction on the fort? Uh, you could spin it around. <laughs> you could spin it right round, baby. Right round. Listen, I'm not going to restrict you like Rare does. But it's got wheels. Why can't I turn it? Because we because we say so. You know what? Caleb says do what you want. Crank it that bad. Uh, Zach, which problem are you contributing to? Uh, I will be firing on the... Uh, skeleton captain. All right. And Taylor, what will you be doing? Since, you know, we're basically shaking hands right now, I think I'm also going to be dealing with the captain problem. Okay. Yeah. So I guess it does make sense for you to be in hand range since you were going after that key. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that. But uh, that does explain what you're going to do with the problems. But for your, your free round, is anyone going to do anything that doesn't involve combat? Uh, I will be using the free round to move back to the uh, island. Okay. Perfect. You still want it to be long range, though? Yeah, still long range for the eye of reach, but but, but back, back on, on the island. island. Perfect. Taylor or Zach? Godric's just repositioning that cannon to get a... Uh, hopefully actually hit what he's aiming at this time. <laughs> All right. For once. And, and I will use my my free action uh, <clears throat> to, 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 to scream. All right, perfect. I love to see it. All right, everyone said what problems they're contributing to. Could someone contribute to the problem of my cat jumping up on my desk? Roll your dice. Let's see. Let's start off with our Eye of Reach boy shooting at the skeletons. Logan, what are your your roles? Because I am using an Eye of Reach at long range and attacking the skeleton crew, I am using four dice. The four dice that I rolled equated to two victories, an anchor, and a bone. 
I'm using one of my uh, my one chest to cancel out the anchor and the one victory contributing towards the skeleton crew problem. All right, and the chest does count as a victory as well, so there should be two victories, yes? Yes. Great. Somebody roll me a, a, a d4, please. One. One, all right, thank you. That will come into play later. That's ominous. <laughs> Zach, what were your results? I've got uh, one coin and two bones. All right, so you contribute one victory. Victory. And, oh, I forgot to let you guys narrate. Logan, what does your, your victory look like? Uh, I uh, have made it back to the island. I am looking square down the scope of this eye of reach, and I find one of the skeletons right in sight. And with a trusty crack in the glass, as I use as a, a pinpoint, I pull the trigger and fire, shattering the rib cage, and the skeleton falls apart as it shatters the spine, rendering it useless as it mouths something I can't hear while its skull is uh, on the actual ground. Uh, Billy, you can you can hear it, and what it said was. <laughs> uh, speaking of Billy, what were your? Uh, go ahead and roll. Give me your results. Got uh, got three coins, which is which is excellent, <laughs> uh, and then one skull anchor. All right, the skeleton captain will activate his danger power. Danger powers are powers that enemies can use every round. And the skeleton captain's is that you must pick two options from the anchor's tough choice. <sighs> so what will you pick? I will take a I'll take a a, a new problem and. I think I'll also take an injury. All right, injury. One of our last mechanics. We're gonna be four episodes, and I'm like, okay. And our last one of our last mechanics. Uh, injury. You are going to roll with one less dice until you fix this problem. Your fruit can fix this problem, but unlike the other equipment you have, the fruit does require an entire round to use. Cannot use it immediately. So you now are only rolling two dice. And what weapon were you using? I'm using the cutlass. Here, okay. Hand hand. When I rolled your D4, skeleton captains are weak with one random weapon. You roll the one, which was the cutlass. So go ahead and roll your extra dice for using what he's weak against. Excellent, Woo. excellent. Um, oh, you know what? I, I, it, we took all that time to talk about how we would only get extra dice if we were in mm -hmm. range and using weakness immediately forgot that and it was like hey i'm in hand range. so you already so, rolled so it so i've already that was included in in the roll so oh, perfect. i'm glad that it was you it, knew it was happening <laughs> yeah see I, you it, really are the all the, the future <laughs> great great okay a new problem um you have all your equipment uh yes your cutlass runs out of ammo <laughs> you hear a hissing as a skeleton pops up out of the ground with a keg mm. this is a four two problem the skeleton will kill one of the pirates. He is currently behind the other skeleton, so he is, if you're in hand range, he is going to be in close range to you at the moment. Okay, okay. But still a 4-2 problem? It's a 4-2 problem. Because mm. uh, that keg is hissing. Zach, your result. The timer's all ticked down. You now only have three rounds. Uh, and I guess we should have called the bomb a 4-3 problem because now it's a 4-2 problem. Everyone, what problems will you could be contributing to? Now, if we switch problems, we lose the victories that we had in the hold for the one we were currently working on, correct? That is correct. Unless there's still one person on that problem. Mm. I will continue contributing to the 
skeleton crew problem. Okay. It's a 5-3 problem. You have three victories contributed. Then I will switch to the skeleton keg problem. Okay. And Taylor? Um... I, I I think I uh, uh, probably a bit too nervous to actually hear the thing hissing behind me, so I'm just gonna keep hacking away at this guy. <laughs> All right, let's start off with Logan. What does Michael do? Michael, uh, with his eye of reach, rolled four dice, staying at range, and achieved one anchor, one chest, and two victories. Okay, so that's three victories because of the chest. That's the problem solved. Even if your anchor was to cancel one out, the problem is solved. Using my eye of reach, I I looked down the, uh, I've reloaded it, seeing exactly how many skeletons are left. I take a bead on two that are remaining, fire, and destroy their skulls with one shot. As they fall over like dominoes who have defeated the crew that has escorted their captain. The captain is now alone, but not quite, thanks to his new keg friend. Speaking of... Zach, yes. roll your dice. All right. All right, that is one victory and two bones. One victory and two bones. Mm-hmm. So we have contributed one victory point as the hissing is happening. All right, Taylor. What is Billy doing? So uh, I, I think in a um, wonderful sense of being... Uh, of, of unreliable in, in in terms of not being able to, to hear a literal ticking bomb behind him. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to add my personality die to this roll. And what's the personality? Uh, that's it's unreliable. Oh no! Uh, okay. So kind of going that that's that stressful um, mm-hmm. kind of panic mode. Final rules question before I make the same mistake twice. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it the same vulnerability? Uh, yes. Through the combat. Okay. So I. So you've still- lost a dice because of you're injured, but you gained a dice because he's vulnerable, and you've gained a dice because of your card. Yes. So rolling four. Uh, that is um, weirdly again this duality. Um, uh, so that would be two bones and two coins. Two bones, two coins. You've contributed two, and you've avoided that awful danger power. Now we're at five solutions. All right. The keg skeleton now approaches you at hand range. The 8-2 problem you've contributed five points to, and a 4-1 problem you've contributed one point to. The skeleton moves in close range with Taylor's character, whose name is... Um, guys, I'm going to be so good with names, and we all know it. Billy, uh, <laughs> what are you going to do now? Uh, I'm, t- I'm too invested. Uh, keep it on the, this, this captain. All right. Godric, uh, uh, flipping over his personality card is duh, to domineering, is going to uh, yell out to Michael. Michael, help me with this dang keg! And uh, and then he's going to fire at the keg skeleton. Logan, what is your character doing? Uh, I will help contribute to the keg. Okay, let's start with our keg boys. Logan, what is your role? Uh, how far away are the kegs from where I'm at? You're at long range from the keg still. Okay. How far is everyone else to the kegs? <laughs> Sweat. <laughs> Godric is also long range, and Billy is at hand range. Okay. And the keg is hissing, but it's being carried yes. by a skeleton. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to shoot at the skeleton with my eye of reach. 
from far away using four dice. And what's the fourth dice from? Uh, using long range weapon at long range. The uh, Keck Skelter is not vulnerable to the Eye of Reach, oh. so you only be using three dice. Okay. Uh, that resulted in two victories and an anchor. Okay, what would you like to do with that anchor? Uh, I would like to create a problem. Okay, another Hetzing is a second kick. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I've used my eye of reach a lot today. Yeah, yeah. I, hmm, I wonder what you're hinting at. Uh, what, what a great suggestion. You fire, and then you hear a click as you go to continue fire. Your eye of reach is out of ammo. Dang, didn't see that coming. Do you have ammo to use? I don't. Oh, what a shame. So that is a, uh, that's not a necessarily like a, uh, a problem you have to roll dice on. Yes, just something you'd spend an action getting ammo from the ship. Um, with that done, let's hear Zach, uh, Zach's. I've got two victories and an anchor. What'd you like to do with your anchor? Oh boy. That's five victories of the four needed. Um, so you could easily cancel a victory and have no problems. Yeah, then let's just do that. All right, you shoot and pop the the skeleton without popping the keg. The keg fizzles out, landing safely without exploding. You have solved that problem. That was a close one. I'm sorry, you're supposed to narrate victories. My bad. No, it's fine. It's fine. I I understand. <laughs> you know, it's just that I trust them better for narrating than you. I didn't want to bring it up, but <gasps> obviously you could tell that my description was so, you know, breathtaking that obviously I'm, I'm so good at it that I should be doing it. You know, where they say you got to involve all the senses, you could smell the powder as it dissipates. Oh, and, and then you can feel the sweat go off of you as you relief from destroying. Oh, I'm such a good narrator. Taylor, <laughs> save us from this, this trap. Uh, I am going to, to you know, say, save you all from, from all of that with another rules question. So I, I know that switching to a, a different problem does lose what I currently have. Does yes. taking some other action. So for example, I'm injured. Can I use my turn to eat? That won't. That, that'll keep your. Yeah, as long as you don't switch to another problem, you're good. Okay. Okay. So so yeah. In a um in in I know I can't use it again, but just in another wonderful example of of being unreliable, I decide that you know. It's a great time to have this lovely coconut I've been holding on to. And I'm just going to sit here and, and, and munch on this. All right, you've healed. You get your dice back. So we are now at an 8-1 problem with five victories contributed of the skeleton will kill one of the players. Guess which one? <laughs> I'm going to assume everyone's going to contribute to this problem. Indeed. Yes. I'll be blasting away All with right, the cannon again. Roll dice. Uh, you cannot use your sniper, Logan. It is out of ammo. Uh, I have to move towards the... Are there not uh, ammo crates on forts? Uh, not on this one. Surprising. <laughs> but continue. You're going to move from long to middle. Yes? Yes. Excellent. And now that... Uh, let's see. Zach, why don't you roll your dice? I got a chest and two bones. Okay, so what are you gonna? It's one. That's two victory point. No, a chest is one victory point. What'd you like to do? What's your your fun choice? Uh, we are gonna add one to the problems timer. Beautiful. You love to see it. It's now an eight-two problem. We're up to six victories, right? Zach, I'd love to hear your narration of what just happened. Uh, as Godric is firing that cannon, he manages to land a shot at just the right angle to to knock that captain back just a little ways not quite out of range but far enough where he's not going to instantly slay uh billy 
on this next. Excellent. And Billy, roll your dice. Mm. Thank, thanks, guys. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm better now. I'm better now. <clears throat> Attacking with your sword in its weak to swords, you will get an extra die. Yes, so, so rolling back to three regular dice and one uh, weapon die. Um, that is uh, I did another skull. However, I did get a chest and then <laughs> two bones. <laughs> All right, one victory from the chest. What are you going to do with your chest and your anchor? I will cancel those. Okay. With that, you have an eight. Eight victories stowed up for this eight-two problem. The victory is accomplished. The problem is solved. How do you finish off this skeleton captain? Um, I think it's rather appropriate that uh, that uh, that I didn't actually get any victory points, even though I technically did. But uh, on this last round, so I think my I, I think the play there is that I just like tripped over the uh, keg instead of accidentally <laughs> hitting it and, and setting it all off. And <laughs> the the attacks from before is actually what did it. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, was, you actually, this was like your, your sixth sense. You got out of the way a bullet that would have hit you. <laughs> you know, now you're out of the way. Goes after the, the, blows him up. Beautiful, the skeleton is defeated and you have defeated the fort, the ominous cloud above you in the shape of a skull dissipates and the key lies before you well done lads well done i thought i almost died there thankfully i was able to run over and get one of these skeleton skulls for myself uh, all right can can one of you pick this thing up because i don't last time um i just want to make sure nothing else is coming up out of, out of the ground in this time around yeah i'll be right there of course, of course. If you need anyone to examine it, feel free to let me know. The, the what? The key? Yes. What's the key? See, no, his it. hand. I'm, I'm sure seeing a key it's before. Fine. Oh, I, I guess you haven't seen one of these yet, huh? Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> seen drawings. Yeah, of course. Well, hey, here, take a look. We're <laughs> hopefully going to get many more of these in our future. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> I take the key and kind of brush off some of the sand and kind of look at it nice and close and kind of flip it over. Not really sure like how it works or how it, how it functions. It's uh, it, it has uh, on the opposite side protrusions that could fit into where the vault door has a circle, just that shape with some indentations. Ah, lads, look, there are little uh, things on the back of this. I'm sure if there's a, you know, a, a, a place close by where the, the center of the fort is, we could probably find a place to stick it and then watch what happens. Observation is key in science. I feel like this is the thing we should be doing. See, I mean, if we're going for like direct correlation though, like immediately I, I, I go to bowling. Like, you, like mm. the, the, those, those holes, I, I feel like there's something. Do we look for like a long lane of some kind to this would go into? A long, no, there's, there's a door. In the middle, like you said, would take the key there. You know what, Michael? Give the key to Billy. Let him do it. He finished off the captain. Oh, all right. I suppose I still get to watch though. Yeah. Well, yeah. You have to help uh, grab the treasure. Ah, right. So exciting. Yes. Yes. We're all going to do it together. <sighs> that sounds heavy. All right, Mike. <laughs> I, 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 fine. That's fine. That's fair. You know, I, I understand. Billy, key's yours. 
excellent, excellent. All right, I uh, walk up to the door and let's. Um, uh, and, and I think it goes. Well, hold, hold on, just right. It, got it. You put it in. It glows with some magical power, and the vault door sinks into the ground, revealing loot chests of all kinds, all there for you to turn in. And uh, looks like some crates of ancient bone dust and glowing skulls still filled with magic you have secured your prize all right lads quick quick so i have everyone is uh pick some things that their characters would know topics that their character know about taylor you picked for billy trading companies so i'm going to dm you a piece of information that you're going to know about this loot based on that okay and then you can share it with the party all right yeah sounds as good. you see fit holy Cow, this is this is incredible. Look at this. Look at all this loot. This is God. This is just like you said. It, it, it places like like filled. I've never seen this much. Huh. Yeah, I told you, didn't I? Now, wait, hold on. This one. What I've uh, this one, this one here. I I I recognize the. the from the books, I, I I know what uh what the merchants accept. I I, I know what the, what the uh what the order accepts and what the hoarders accept. But that what is this? He points to a chest that's got barnacles growing on it, as you might expect from a a shipwreck or having dove to a shrine underwater, a mermaid shrine, and it has two symbols carved on it: a square and a star. You do not see, unlike the other chests, a padlock or a spot to put in a key. Whoa, what is that? I don't know. I've never seen anything like it before. I haven't either. Well, that's reassuring. I suppose we should probably just toss it in with the rest and figure it out later. Yeah, maybe maybe the Mordor Souls boys can figure something out with it. I don't know. They they do like all kinds of weird things. That is uh, that is very true. Yes, yes. Uh, let me just grab that for it. <laughs> if only I had trained lockpicking when I, when I was at the opportune moment. Yeah. So you guys begin transporting the loot onto your ship. You wish that the Sea of Thieves RPG came out after Harpoons, because boy, is this slow. Uh, let's roll. Somebody roll me a D2, and I'll see which one of you will notice this. I do not have any other dice. A, a two. Mm-hmm. A two? Zach, as Godric drops off a chest and goes to turn around, a glint catches your eye, kind of like the shine off of somebody's cell phone, and you see out in the distance a galleon heading straight for you. All right, lads. We go, we need to wrap it up. We've got incoming. I, but we, we've only gotten some of it. Uh, there's, there's still, well, hurry up. Still. Hurry up, because there's a galleon coming right down on us. You have about half the loot. The more loot you take, the closer this thing will you're risking getting to you. Uh, what are you guys going to do? And of course, you can the time you're taking to load up your loot is time that you're not spending getting your ship ready, angled, cannons loaded. I will use one of my rolls to pick up a silvered cup that looks uh, non-assuming, mm. like uh, very valuable. Yeah, great. I mean, is is it? Uh, do do we know that they're coming? Like for may, maybe they don't they don't know that w- that we did this. We we got this skull. Like we sh- should we go talk to them? Or, or absolutely not. It is much too close to when we took this fort down. They're gonna know we've got treasure, and I am not sharing it. Not again. What do you all think of just leaving everything 
uh, not everything, but uh, taking everything except for the silver cup and just leaving this here on this pedestal, uh, you know, sort of ceremonial-like, and they could have that. Well, just grab what you can, and let's get out of here. And Godric's going to start getting the ship ready to go. I assume that since I, I do have knowledge of the trading companies, I, I, I can... Uh, I, I know theoretically what chest is, is actually worth the most money here. Yeah, you can you can prioritize the most viable. Alright, so two of you are are moving some of the loot on the ship. The ship that is uh, at long range is now approaching towards the middle. What are you going to do now? I am going to make my way back to the ship and get ready uh, to leave. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, taking this, this last uh, uh, thing that I picked up, I'm going to start definitely... Uh, definitely start raising the anchor like they told me not to put down. <laughs> All right, you leave a good portion of the loop behind, including a silver cup, and you raise the anchor, and uh, Zach already has all the, the sails angled ready, so as soon as you drop them, they're billowed. Uh, there I go, narrating Zach again. Okay. Zach doesn't get to play. Sorry, Zach. You just, you're, all you just tell me what your dice rolls are, and we get yeah, to play. Yeah, sure, sounds good. Zach, how are you getting the ship ready? Sorry. Yeah. For skipping no, you. it's okay. It's, you know, I understand again. <laughs> what do you do to get the ship ready? Uh, uh, actually, angling the sails. We, we'd been finishing Perfect. up the uh, anchor and we're ready Great to go. Idea. All right. The ship is now approaching where you can, you can see four pirates, one on the wheel, two on the cannons, and one on the bowsprit, the telltale sign of a person ready to board. And as they get close to you, there is a gigantic flash of light mixed with orange and black smoke as an explosion happens on their ship. The middle mast falls down and as it hits the side of the ship, it rocks it. And they start scrambling. They start trying to pull up the middle mast. The guy on the bowsprit is being yelled at by the guy at the cannon. Uh, presumably, hey, how come you didn't see the keg in the water? And then there's a flash of light at the guy pulling up the mast. And when the light dissipates, he is dead on on the deck, dead on the deck. And another guy runs over to try to see if he's okay. And another flash of light, and that guy dies. Another guy's below. He comes back up with a bucket. And before he can even throw it overboard, another flash of light, and he's dead. And the ship sinks beneath the waves. And just as quick as it happened, the flashes are gone. Is that how galleons normally sail? Well, it was up until whatever that explosion was. I mean, safe to say it's just our lucky day and we can just head on out then? Oh, maybe. You don't suppose that could happen to our ship if we leave, do you? Or oh, Sea of Thieves, anything's possible. When you say anything, are you teasing me? I told you not to tease me. Well, you're just so easy to tease. <laughs> That's fair. Fair enough. Yeah. Shall we then? Yes, we shall. Let's get going. You pack up the rest of your loot and sail off. Heading for, I presume, a... Where are you guys heading? No more presuming from Caleb. Why don't I say? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I would sorry, love it sorry, if you who, would. Who are you? Uh, what, what, what character are you playing? Hi, I'm Zach. <laughs> and on this episode, we're heading for an outpost. Whatever the closest outpost is to us. 
As you guys are sailing and restocking your supplies, you are low on supplies, so you restock your bananas, uh, Billy, which depletes your bananas. You restock your ammo, Logan, your ship is now out of ammo, but your ship does still have some cannonballs and planks left to restock you. Got it. Your sailing is uneventful as you leave the perimeter of the island. Can I be scanning the water i guess it, it just like mm, sure is there anything still there floating up debris from the ship mm -hmm. you see the ship's crest pop up it says the tide pod and then it bubbles <laughs> bubbles floats away from you only debris in its wake huh. yeah i guess uh, just our lucky day guys uh that was uh i, I don't know i don't know it's it, it's it's so not so nice oh, i have no idea but it was terrifying and i would like to get back to a safe haven my cousin once told me a story about a horse and a mouth and getting lucky i didn't understand it at the time and i can say right now i still don't but i figure this is a good opportunity as any to just move on you sail through debris bouncing off of your ship a few crumbling barrels from the wreck and you make it into open seas safely. You experience no explosions or flashes of light on your ship for now. Oi, do we ever patch that hole that the uh, skeleton put on from the fort? Yeah, well, I, I, I actually happy to say that the, the, the skeleton didn't get to put anything, any hole in the ship. Uh, oh, uh, however, there was, um, I think there was still a, a cannonball shot to the ship, though. Did you go check. You go check that out. Right next to your, right next to your, your nameplate, right through the U of Fury, it now says Fury of the Tides. Oh, that's just rude. Fury. Uh, <laughs> is that a word? Is that Michael? Is that a word? Yes. Yes, it is. In fact, I remember because my aunt used to say it to me all the time, except it was always just furious. But I believe this is the, the shorter version, Fury. Fury. That says Fury now. Hmm. Uh, probably best that we fix that then. Also, also, uh, uh, my, my feet are wet. Uh, I, if, I don't know if that's, you guys are, you guys seem pretty heated between, between that. So keep, carry on. Sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Your feet are wet. Uh, yeah, the, um, there's, there's water coming. Oh, coming. oh, I, stop. My boat? <laughs> my boat stop bailing <laughs> I'm just standing at the helm aghast at the fact that my boat has a hole in it there is no hole it was just like just a little bit of water splashed up from the sea got into the bottom of your boat right just enough that kind of like as your ship lifts you can kind of see it move a little bit not enough for uh, any experienced sailor to worry about well, checks out yep. Billy Billy, that's, that's natural it's alright it just happens are you sure you didn't wet yourself? I <laughs> listen. That was that was on the island, and I and I asked you. Know, let's, let's not talk about that. The skeleton grabbed my hand coming out of the ground. Oh, see. All right, fair enough. Just asking questions, you know. Good observation makes good science. As you guys approach the. Outpost, you see other ships docked there as you expect. This is, uh, don't worry about like, uh, any of them like fighting and stealing. This is just a kind of flavor of like, you know, the Tortuga, everyone, every, a bunch of people at the outpost. Uh, Caleb, I believe this is Sea of Thieves. Mm -hmm. Um, we're gonna need yeah, a little more realism. So, sorry, you see ships all with n one sloop with a uh, default cosmetics on. 
and it actually doesn't tell you a thing. You see a guy with a crab outfit running around. <laughs> uh, ships docked all, all about the outpost. You find a spot to park your ship, and you have ar- arrived at Ancient Spire, an outpost with a tall, mountainous area on the side of which the bar has been built at the peak of, but all the other points of interest down below on the land. All right. Uh, I, I actually know the, um, the, the, the merchant stationed here. I, uh, this is, this is exciting. Um, finally get to get to, get to meet back up. I'm going to grab this in and grab one of the merchant crates and jump off to go. sell. okay. Excellent. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, I pick up, uh, one of the two, Silvered cups that I stuffed in my back pockets. Uh, one of them I had left. <laughs> uh, the other one that I had kept with me. One in each cheek pocket. Yeah. So I've got those kind of stashed in me as I uh, look for a bottle of champagne and realize I am not actually in the movie Sabrina and uh, decide to just move towards the uh, gold. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, we don't care what Zach's doing. So you guys are... <laughs> Zach, what are well, you Well, I guess... I... <laughs> uh, I'm grabbing the uh, that unique chest that we found with the square and the star on it. And we're going to haul that over to the uh, Order of Souls tent or building, I guess. All right. Great. Uh, this, this port is a hustle and a bustle. Billy, as Billy goes to drop off his thing at the merchant's, uh, the chief person at the merchant uh, is dealing with another pirate, finishing up their deal, and stacks another crate onto a, a stack of four or five other crates and goes, all right, that's the last of it, hun. And this pirate, uh, whose whole crew really loves the color blue because they're dressed in blue, their ship's got blue livery, uh, they got a, a blue flag with a symbol on it, they are about the color blue. Don't even say thank you. They just give her the gold, throw the pouch at her, and start ferrying the crates that they bought onto their ship. And she turns to you and says, Billy! Mildred, how have you been? Ah. Oh, busy, busy, busy. Uh, What can I do for you? If you want supplies, those folks just bought me clean out. I got nothing left. Ah, well, that's unfortunate um we probably would but that's no uh, not the primary i i actually have this uh, this chest here and and several others that uh, i want wanted to uh, sell you all right oh wow bone dust ancient bone dust you guys just cleared a fort huh we did <laughs> yes that is <laughs> horrifying is um <laughs> mildred yes hi i am michael vargas please a pleasure to meet you i bring with you two not one, silvered cups. Uh, curious to know, what are these worth? As you go to reach for them, you only find one silvered cup. <laughs> Did I say two? I meant one silvered cup. Very precious. How much? A hand goes on your shoulder, and a pirate who looks pretty scraggly, look, he's uh, he's been off the sea for a little bit, goes, that's the sucker's p- pocket, son, and hands you your silvered cup that he stole from you. <laughs> I graciously take it away from him, uh, smiling and turning around. Two cups. How much? See, that's why we only carry one cup at a time. I know you got two hands. It seems like you should carry two at a time. Same with skulls. You just do one. That way you don't get stolen, all right? Uh, yes, of course. Thank you. That makes perfect sense. Mildred, dear, uh, how much? Uh, uh, I don't know, hon. You're going to have to go to the gold hoarders. They like the cups. They like the cups, yes. I'm more of a materials and animals. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And the materials you're speaking of, not cups. 
No, uh, fabric, spices, mm. tea, in this case, ancient bone dust. Uh, don't ask me what I do with it. Rare never really kind of told us. Yes. No, that makes perfect sense. Cups and no. Bone dust. Yes. Fair. Uh, could you be a dear and point me to the direction of the gold holders in this case? That tent right over there, hon. Ah, thank you so much, Mildred. Pleasure. Two cups. <laughs> All right, I will buy that bone dust off of you. She counts out some of the gold she just got and hands it to you and says, uh, Well done. So uh, look at you already tackling forts, making a name for yourself, huh? <laughs> indeed, indeed. I, 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 with with that one complete now, I uh, almost have four voyages complete on, on, under my belt. So. Oh, oh, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Well, good luck to you and what you're going to do next. Any thoughts to it? Ah, uh, you know, no, no. I, I, I pretty much just kind of uh, get on the ship and, and just uh, happy to be here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry. She pats you on the shoulder. One day you'll be your very own captain. You'll call the shot. And while you're calling the shots, you get some chickens for us, all right? <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> it's always the gold spotted. I know, I know. There you go. All right. Well, I've got to go figure out how I can get more supplies. Because I tell you, these guys are, uh, as much as I can get, they will buy. Good luck. <laughs> Same. Zach, as you hop, skip, and jump your way over to the Order of Souls with that strange chest. Yes. Uh, you pass someone shouting, uh, uh, like a sort of town crier sort of deal. Somebody uh, dressed sort of in, in fine clothes, but as many pirates do, you see... You know, it's been patched together from a fight or two. And he's saying, um, Here one, here all. Reward offered. All the trading companies have bound together to offer reward if you can find and stop the mysterious Flash. Here one, here all. And he just repeats that message over and over again to every pirate that walks by. All right, all right. So you enter the Order of Souls tent. Looking up at you in a purple garb, a flowing robe with all sorts of little totems and things hanging off of it, Madame Olwyn looks up and says, well, hello, dearie. Hello, madame. I uh, just finished clearing out Fort and I found this chest here I've never actually seen before. Mm. Any idea? Well, isn't that interesting? Normally, we don't do chests. What makes you bring it to us? Well, it's just, uh, it, it's it's a little unusual. It's got the, all these barnacles and this weird symbols on it, uh, square and stuff. Mm. There's no normal keyhole either. So I thought, yeah, you got it. Locked by magic. Ooh, you did come to the right place. I tell you what, I will work on this and try to open it up. You go... Spend some time at the bar, get yourself from Grog, and I'll find you long as I get to be there when you open it. Deal? Well, I think that sounds like a fine deal. That said, we've got a few skulls for you, too, uh, so we'll be back with those in a bit. Oh, excellent. Send them right sure over. Will. We'll buy them right up. We can use those skulls, and we can uh, divine where they've buried treasure. Then you can head on over to the gold orders. We sell them that information. They'll sell you uh, the map. <laughs> no, sounds like a good deal. Oh. You, you know, one more thing before I go. Um, hmm. So I heard a, a crier out there talking about the mysterious flash. Mm. We actually just saw it. 
Did you now? Well, as we were finishing up our fort, a galleon was coming up on us, and then there was a a massive explosion. Uh, She holds up her hand to interrupt you. Let me give you a tip. Yeah. Would you take a tip from an old lady? Of course. It's a tip that us order of souls ladies are best at, and that is know when to keep a secret. There's a big bounty on that information. I wouldn't go blabbering about it to others. You want that reward money for yourself, you keep every advantage you have. I'll see. Well then, appreciate appreciate the help, and we'll see you in a bit. Good luck. Thank you. With two cups in hand, risking the, the danger of maybe falling over and losing one. Oh, why would anyone carry two cups, one in each hand? Mad lad. Oh, absolute mad lad. Uh, runs over to the gold hoarder's tent. Michael. <laughs> ah, I'm so glad I finally got two cups in two hands. Never said it could be. They said it could be done. I proved them wrong. Oh, so looking forward to this. Uh, excuse me. Good, sir. Hello. Hello, Mr. <clears throat> Gold Holder. Are you there? It's Herbert. Uh, Herbert? Like the ice cream without the S. What do you want? Looking up at you in a green cloak with gold... It almost looks like he was—he's had gold dripped on him and fused into his skin, a magical curse of gold all over his skin and splotches, almost like the patterns on a cow. Is a old man who looks like he's never smiled in his life. And as he says, "What do you want?" You can smell his morning tea off his breath. Ah, uh, Herbert, like Sherbert without the S. Guess what I have? You'll never guess. Two silver cups. Would you be interested? How much? A gold for each. A gold? Yeah, because cups are almost worthless. They're silver. Sir, I... We're pirates. We like gold. I I understand you like gold, but you seem to have quite a bit of it. So why not go with something a little different and go with... Half a gold each. I'm not liking where this is going. Uh, Half a a gold each. uh, For good measure. I brought you two in one go. If I buy it from you now, will you go away? Yes... Fine, a gold each. Excellent. Good score. And hand him the <laughs> two, two, two cups for two for two gold. And I've clearly made out because I've gone from silver to gold. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Perfect. <laughs> they thought they had the best of you here. Truly the height of, of fantasy. This is this is why we play uh, tabletop role-playing games mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turn pretending we silver can to gold. carry... No, just pretending we can carry two items oh, yeah. in, in Sea of Thieves. This is, this is wonderful. <laughs> Hold on. I was able to swivel the cannon around. I mean, incredible. That's true. We're, we're, we're breaking all kinds of ground here. Right? This is... <laughs> Things rare never dreamed of. That moving <laughs> cannons on, on islands and holding two silvered cups in one hand. <laughs> Feats of strength on definitely the same level. Uh, let me tell you. <laughs> Truly, <laughs> lads, the, they called us. The theater of the mind is a wondrous place. <laughs> you guys uh, sell off all your goods and the like. Yes. Meet up at the tavern to discuss next steps. So you walk into the tavern. It's a ruckus time. People swinging from the chandeliers. Uh, the whole place smells like old spilt grog and surely the floor is a little slick with it two people in the corner arguing over a game of chess the one guy 
says, you cheated. And he goes, oh, I can't believe you would call me. That's the worst insult to see at thieves. And he says, well, obviously you've never met your mother. And then they get into a fight and they throw hands and a pistol gets shot up. And it's, uh, it's, a, it's, it's the typical pirates only sort of calling it a truce as they uh, drink and get merry. You guys find a, a table free. Smell that, lads. Ugh. Yes, unfortunately. Ah, oh, it's, it's, uh, it's the smell of a good time. I, oh, um, sure, 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 sure. And it's it's definitely nothing to do with the uh, stain that's in uh, every corner of this place. Well, if it's everywhere, then it uh, must have been intentioned. Plastered all over the tavern are freshly posted wanted posters. Wanted. Find and remove the phenomenon, the flash phenomenon from the Sea of Thieves. Reward one million gold, signed by each of the trading companies. Hmm. You know, I didn't notice it till just now, but I wonder if that flash that happened to that galleon is the same flash they're talking about here. Uh, but why would, I mean, that flash... What? You know, all, uh, there must have been a flash from a cannon you're, you're talking about, certainly. Wow. As uh, uh, Godric's looking uh, around back and forth like, well, no, I'm, I'm fairly certain that was definitely not a cannon flash. I mean, you can turn cannons around, but I don't think just any old pirate on the CFEs has that ability. They would be blasting their own mass down. That's insane. My mistake. It must have been a keg. Uh, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> Wink. I could see Wait, that. The keg was for... Why are you talking? Wink. About <laughs> something in your eye. Billy, I think he's got something in his eye. We should we should go help him. I mean, it, it, sure. Maybe in maybe his throat. The, like, he said the word wink. I don't know what that... If that means that he has some... Oh, maybe, he, maybe there's some... to wink. Maybe there's some subjects that are best kept on the ship oh like that flash that we saw the keg flash <laughs> wink right <laughs> um i'm gonna send since uh you guys have your background informations mm -hmm. since zach you have reapers listed i'm gonna send you a private oh, no. message mm -hmm. and taylor since you have trading companies listed i'm gonna send you a private message noted putting that you know winking matter aside this the sign here, you know, sure, let's let's pretend we're not aware of the, the, the subject <laughs> winking <laughs> this guy. Um but it's signed do you notice who signed it? No. Ooh. It's everyone. It, ah. Every sing it's every single company. Is they wow. They Could you see some solidarity in Seathes, am I right? <laughs> I, I, I mean, yes, absolutely. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's something that I've, I've actually talked a lot. I mean, to my my training officer in, uh, in the merchants, I we kind of went back and forth a lot on, on you know, working together with. Other, no, it's not the it's not the point. Um, <clears throat> the point is that it's never happened. It, it it's happened exactly once. Mm -hmm. Every, all of the companies, they they formed these these outposts, and then immediately started to ignore each other. At best, from then on, they're they're pooling their money for this thing. 
that we definitely haven't seen? I mean, it's clearly a big problem. Here's the thing. There are not just these three factions here in the Sea of Thieves. You know, the, the, for instance, the ones who sunk my original ship, the Reapers. They're all ah, yes. groups around who ill-intentioned. And sometimes pirates are forced to work together to deal with them. Because everybody loves the Sea of Thieves, except them. I think they love it. I think they just love it for their own reasons. You know, we shouldn't be putting people into buckets, I don't think. No, that's for the water. Yes. Occasionally when you have a bit too much grog. I'm I'm just completely confused by what most of most of everyone's getting at at this point. <laughs> I, I guess it's the the fact that they've never worked together, but they are now. Is I I, I don't know. It, it just seems I, I don't know exactly how it's significant, but that seems very significant. And so far as um, so so far is this this other this other group. I I wanted to circle back to that. So when we were talking earlier, you weren't talking about, like, seeing a vision right before you died thing. I honestly, I've, I've assumed you were being hypothetical this whole time. You were talking about the, the people that, that took your old ship. Hypo- what do you mean, hypothetical? The, you, you, you called them Reapers. Like like the, the Grim Reaper? Yeah, that's what they call themselves. There's there's three companies, though. I, you're saying there's there's another? Yes, I suppose they're kind of like a company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, a not nice one. A company that's not meant to benefit the seas. So if they're all trying to to band against this negative company, uh, where do we stand? Strongly and firmly against the Reapers. Uh, that works for Great. me. So... We ask them firmly but politely to leave. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so we just need to, to talk with the um, one of the companies and we just I don't know. Here's, here's the should, thing. Should we ask about the partnership? Here's the thing. We saw we saw something happen. Worth winking about. That is right. Yes. Wink that uh, other people would be quite interested in having uh, the information. So maybe we don't, we keep it to ourselves, but uh, oh, actually, I already tried to talk to uh, uh, Madame Owen at the Order of Souls and she said, uh, uh, give a nice tip to maybe keep it to ourselves for now. Oh, It's worth a, a lot of money. My, wish you just said that from the get-go. I wouldn't have gone on about the whole wink. Well, that's what the <laughs> wink was. You know, I can't read your mind. You say wink, and I think, okay, the kids. man has a winking issue. To, yeah, yeah, all right. Well, Communication. What my my great mother once told me. And that was all she said. It was infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So... I, you left me out of roll. I don't know. What's the next plan? Do we do we go back to where we just were and, and see if this? I I, I don't want to be on the the the, the wrong end of uh, well, the the million lake. gold is a lot of gold. We could we could do we could have some fun with that. This being the Sea of Thieves, we could buy a lot of clothes with it. <laughs> a lot of cosmetics. Mm. New hats. <laughs> uh, speaking of gold, you guys pull together all the gold you've earned from what you sold. You guys now have a thousand gold. Ooh, nice. Hooray. Gold is used in this game to buy yourself dice. 
This is one of the last mechanics we'll be talking about. And uh, <laughs> We promise this time. <laughs> you can buy yourself up to five legendary dice. You buy it for the whole crew. So right now you're at three. To go from three to four, you need 2,500 gold. Great. Is, the, is there a way, like, if, you know, the ship sinks or, or, or what have you, is there a way that we lose gold in this game? No, but you do lose dice. Oh. Which is this the last, it was one of the last mechanics we're going to talk about. Oh, it If you die, <laughs> uh, which is, you know, say you don't solve a problem, that the problem results in your death, or if you take so many wounds that you no longer have dice, you die. You respawn two rounds later, and when that happens, we'll get to what that looks like. But you now spawn with permanently one less die. So right now you have three. You've taken three injuries. Two rounds later, you come back, and you only have two dice. And so that's where you can buy to replace it. So if, say, in the less dice, the cheaper it is. So from go to two to three dice is only 1,500 gold. So this is designed to make dying, you know, consequential, but not game-ending. And the money is supposed to help you guys be able to compensate for if you die or to just improve your power if you never end up dying. You know, this is this is a good time to show I mean, every, everyone seems to be pretty jovial. I have been working on a new song uh, uh, the, uh, on my concertina here. Let me let really? me show you all this. He plays a little ditty. He gets a few claps from the two people paying attention. Oh, that was lovely. Absolutely or lovely. Great funny. job. It wheezes so elegantly, and I think the fingers that you've used to press the things on the side there, profound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop. You, you're too kind. You know, I, the, if you, you know, those, those, uh, uh, other instruments that I, that I gave you, you know, you should be, be working on it. I think, I think together we could really get something going, you know, uh, but, uh, um, uh, sorry, what, this is probably a side, what's, what's next? I don't know, I mean, the world of Sea of Thieves is our oyster, I feel like we have just about anything that we could go do, I suppose, you know, if we want to do anything, you get more gold. Alright, I, uh, I'm gonna head over to the clothing vendor, wander around in there, and, and, you know, there's some, some haggling going on, a little bit of discussion to be had, but I walk out with, uh, a nice little, uh, necklace that has a, uh, a small spiral shell on it. And you're like, I can't believe that fool let me have this for practically nothing. It says that you can keep a voice inside. It's ridiculous, but it's beautiful, so I had to have it. I just kind of wander off into the tavern again. Well, don't you look fancy. You know, lads, we've uh, been together for a little bit now. I think you've gotten your sea legs and the sea of thieves here pretty well. I think it's about time uh, I've, I've taught you. It's time you help me with uh, what I need. Okay. Why, sure. Happy to I'm not I'm not going to wash that that uh, back of yours anymore, though. Well, you are excellent with that eye of reach. And you know where we can really put that to good use? A shooting range. Carnival? You know? Hunting. A, a reaper ship is an excellent shooting range. And I would love to get some revenge on them. Mmm. I think you two are ready. Do, for, do you know what... Reaping? Like, do they look different? Yeah, they got these black and red pajamas that they wear. That <laughs> pajamas sounds amazing. I like that's how is that like how you know that they're like the most most skilled of that of that rank <laughs> is if they wear those? Uh I guess. Yeah, yeah, mm. sure. Sure. Fascinating. 
edition. You know, they're everywhere. I might have a bit more info on this uh, flash. Something we can use, because uh, I'd like that million gold. And what better revenge to take on them than taking that gold out from under their noses too. Yes. Perhaps they know where it originated from. Could be. They, uh, they tend to like to threaten the Sea of Thieves. So, might as well threaten them back. Mm. What do you say? Can't have that. Yes, if it means getting closer to understanding what this flash is, I am 100% behind this. Uh, whomever we have to murder, may their blood be the right of passage to knowledge. I, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm certainly happy to help. Uh, um, and I mean, if we, that, that much gold, we could... Uh, so glad uh, you're in for this, Billy. That's that's fantastic. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Think of how many dice we could buy. <laughs> Let's go pay him a visit, shall we? Works for me. Get you a look at those pajamas. You know where they are? Yeah, they've got a hideout. It's not really a hideout. It's more of a fort thing. Oh, I okay. Well, I mean, I'm sure we'll, it would be a, a lovely discussion. You know, roll up and 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 ask them. Yeah, ask them. Just make sure your blunderbuss is loaded. Uh, and the you... cannons. Ah, that kind of ask. <sighs> Welcome to the Sea of Thieves. Alright, well let's get going then. We'll swing by uh, Madame Olwyn and uh, take a look at what she's figured out. Sounds good. Alright. As you approach, the environment has changed. Pirates have all gathered around. The blue ship that has, has loaded up all its supplies, it seems disinterested and it's set to leave and as it begins to sail off you see its placard say the toxic af as it sails away but everyone else every other person on this on this island is is huddled around this one spot and as you approach it is madam olwyn with her arms up chanting as magic enters and escapes from the box it begins to glow the square turns yellow the star turns pink and then the lid cracks and a wind rushes out of it and hats get blown away. Sand gets blown up on your face. The chest is open. And she goes, and there's the crew now. It's their chest. They'll go, <gasps> oh, yeah. Uh, everyone. Oh, yeah, we did it. What did we get? I reach into the chest and as I, I look at it, I've never seen these before. I never thought I'd get to see the day. Gentlemen, we now have tickets to go see the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Huzzah! Hooray! Huzzah! In a pineapple under the sea, SpongeBob SquarePants. Absorbent and yellow and porous to see, SpongeBob SquarePants. If not, it will not be something you be. SpongeBob SquarePants. And drop on the deck and drop like a fish. SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants.
Tideblazers is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other great RPG podcasts, visit our website, tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? Email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com. Your players have been Logan, Taylor and Zach, and Caleb has been your GM. This is Johan Mertens. Thanks for listening.